Welcome to my podcast, D Sharp Thoughts, a podcast about strong women with some sharp thoughts and great inspirational stories. I'm Diana Sharp, your host, an empowerment and resilience coach for women. Most women will admit that there's nothing like having a good girlfriend who's more like a sister, someone you can share the most intimate details of your life with, someone you can cry with, someone you can laugh with, celebrate wins with, someone who inspires you with their own story of grace, courage, and strength. In today's episode, we'll be talking to one of the best-selling authors of the book, Lessons from COVID-19 2020, 26 Stories, One Pandemic. I'm very happy to have with me today, Petulia Barclay. Petulia Barclay is an administrator with more than 20 years experience in people management and administration. Petula believes in service excellence. She always ensures that quality and integrity plays an important role in her job. She's efficient at her job as sales support administrator and a closer to over 200 real estate agents. Her ability to effectively problem solve, handle multiple and varying circumstances in a fast paced environment has earned her several rewards, commendations and advancement. She holds a bachelor's degree with honors in operations management and international business, an associate degree in paralegal studies and, and professional training and certificates in compliance and anti-money laundering. Her most recent achievement is becoming an author. More than her professional role, Petula is effective at motivating, influencing and encouraging others to see God in all areas of their life. Through her years of volunteer work, socializing, praise and worship, and sign language, she has developed a passion for helping others, mainly single parents and women with shared experiences or anyone who needs her help or help that she can refer them to. Through personal experiences and nothing short of God's hand and miracles in her life over the years, Petula is a testament of God's grace courage and strength in her life. Petula documented her 2020 experiences during a world pandemic and became a best-selling author. She wants to engage more in writing and helping others. Petula is currently reading the Bible to learn more about God and to affirm who she is and whose she is. She's the first to attend university in her family and she has overcome much in life. Please help me make welcome Petula. Petula, how are you doing? I am doing great, Diana. I'm doing wonderful. Thank you. Awesome. It's so good to have you share with me today on my platform. I'm excited to hear your story. You have been through so much, but today you sit gracefully as a daughter of the king, smiling beautifully after so much that you have gone through. Um, tell, our, tell our listeners, who is Petula and what makes you feel inspired? Katina is someone who is very funny at times. I, I can just make jokes at myself. Yes. And also um, what inspires me is just life itself. I enjoy reading, just going for walks and um, just enjoying nature. And those are the things that really inspire me. 
Nice. So you're a fun-loving person. You love to give jokes um, at yourself and even at others and just nature. You love being outside. Awesome. Um, Pachila, you've had some really, I would say, trying experiences or difficult experiences to date. How important is your faith to all of that? Faith, Diana, is very, very, very critical. It's important. Um, for me, faith is something that carries you over the mountain. Yes. It's not something that you just read about and just talk about and just give lip service to. Yes. Faith is just that unseen power of God that you just have to believe within yourself that God will bring you through. And it's that unseen thing that when you really trust God, yes, when you really put everything in his hands, you will see him move in your life. And over the years, I can give so many stories of right. just trusting God, having faith. And in my book that I wrote in 2020, when you know, you know, my the listeners read and stuff, they will understand what it is to really trust God and have faith. Because when you do, that's what He tells you to do. Like, trust in me, believe in me, and I will take care of you. Absolutely. That's one of the common threads and themes that I hear on this podcast. Um, just the reassuring word of God in terms of how he has taken care of us um, or how he will take care of us again in the future. Um, Petula, you shared with me one of the most life-changing experiences that you had um, was, was a devastating accident that you were, you were in and the tragic loss that, that accompanied all of that. Um, because it forms such a big part of who you are and your faith walk and building your relationship with God and just who you have become today in terms of being a giver, in terms of being so selflessly um, selfless in pouring into others. Um, do you care to share about um, that accident? And, and what were some of the things you took from it? You lost some things, but what were some of the lessons that you walked away with? I lost a lot, Diana. I, I, I lost myself. I lost a fiance, I right. lost hope, I lost courage, I mean, the list goes on. I mean, I, I, I was devastated. Yes. Um, that accident, you know, like in all accidents, like I did not see this coming. Um, at the time when it happened, the only thing I can remember to date is just a bright light coming at me. And in the next few hours about, uh, about after nine, on the evening of a Saturday in 2006, was I was awoken by just noise and just some lights over my head. And I was wondering what's going on. I thought I was at home, you know, just having time with family, only to be told that you were in a motor vehicle car accident in Montego Bay, Jamaica, and you were in the Cornell Regional Hospital. I was shocked. And at the point of them telling me that I, it's almost like I had an out of body experience. I remember just feeling something getting up out of me. Right. Looking at myself in the hospital, in the hospital bed. And I looked, for want of a better word or term, I looked terrible. Yes. My side of my face was gone. You know, there was like all kinds of tubes coming out of my body. I was, my hair was a mess, my clothes was a mess, parts of me was just blood, you know, blood stains, everything was just, it was just really a, a difficult time for me and also my family. 
And um, for the next few months, over a year and years, even years after, it, um, it crippled me into just being very fearful. Wow. Um, there was just fear of driving again, fear of trusting again, um, fear of finding love and just fear of trusting God. Because yes. how, in my mind, how could God have let something like this happen? Like, you know, I was going about my business. We were going about our business together. And then out of nowhere, something like this happened. So I lost a lot, you know, from a human perspective when you yes. think about it. But on the flip side, in retrospect, in hindsight, now I can say there was so much that I got from that whole experience. Yes. And one of the things that I got from that experience was just strength. Yes. Even though I thought I didn't have it. Courage. Even yes. though I thought I didn't have it, resilience, even yes. though I thought I didn't have it. So when you flip the switch and when you look at it from the other side, you're like, God, you put me through this experience right. only to come out stronger, wiser, yes. smarter, yes. Um, just praising your name because I could have been another statistic. Yes. I could have been six feet under. May God rest my fiance's soul in peace today. He's not with us, yes. but God allowed me to be able to tell the story of what happened and right. to share just our last moments and experiences with his side of the family. So I'm grateful to God for that. Right. And, you know, just being able to go through that experience and hearing others and just listening to what others have to say during their difficult time and knowing that I can help yes that was the beginning of that whole experience was just the beginning of me knowing that I can help somebody else yes. who went through the same thing or not necessarily the same thing but also something that was very devastating in their life it wasn't easy but I eventually, just by little steps, little steps, I got there. Um, my, my next question, I just wanted to know, at the time, were you a Christian? Yes, I was. You were. And so your, your faith played a big part in you overcoming this loss and this devastation. As human beings, we go through so much. Um, sickness, we go through divorce, we go through separation, we go through the death of a loved one. And so loss doesn't always look the same. But it's always the absence of something that we once had or someone that we once had. And we have to all go through that stages of grieving, acceptance, learning to deal with it. And just based on your own experience, you have learned so much that you can pour into people who have gone through something that's similar to what you have experienced. And, and, I, and I really, it has been some time, but I want to just, um, you know, just give my respects to him and respects to his memory and just acknowledge that it must have been a tough um, a tough time, but God saw you through that. Um, and thank you so much for sharing. Um, so that was one experience, but you have been through some other challenging experiences too. And we may not get into all of them in terms of details, but what outside of that one life impacting experience that really shifted the way you view God and your relationship with him, what were some of the other important life lessons that you learned um, just through your journey? Okay, wow. So through my journey, I have learned to um, just, I think the main thing that I've learned through my journey is to 
trust God. Yes. And in my book with uh, COVID 2020, 26 stories, one pandemic, it came back to me again that every time I find myself not trusting God, yes, I find myself in some really like just some situations that I don't want to find myself in. And I have to go back. And God needs to bring me back and remind me that, listen, this is where we were. This is what I did. Yes. And so at a very early age, around seven, eight years old, my mom had to, you know, travel overseas in order yes. to provide for the family. And so at a very tender age, I found myself basically being my own boss, being my, my being responsible for myself. Yes. Not that there weren't adults around. I had adults who were in charge and who, you know, my mom left various persons to care for me. But for the most part, I had to be responsible. Yes. Because they were not always 100% there physically. And so from a very early age, I learned the just to be responsible. And um, during those times, as a young girl growing up in Jamaica and as a teenager, there were situations where I found myself into, in terms of, you know, just being abused by either family or friends around, you know, and some were sexual abuse, some were just physical abuse, some were just mental and emotional abuse. So growing up as a young girl, you have, you, you have to know who you are, yes. even if the odds are against you. Right. And I realized that not everyone can, you know, uh, like not everybody has that mental fortitude to go yes. through all those different things in life and still stand strong. And right. um, sometimes when I'm talking with friends and family, I'm like, you know, I'm well in my, in my, I'm in my early forties, but I can see where if God was not in the midst, Diana. Yes. So much could have gone wrong. Absolutely. I could have been, I could have had several children because it's not like the situation or the environment was not set up for that. Right. I could have committed suicide, killed myself because there were several occasions and times when life got really hard. And that's what I could have turned to and decided to take my own life. So after going through those different types of abuse, you know, sexual abuse, physical abuse and stuff, you know, shortly after that, just before my major accident in 2006, I also had an accident before that with my mom. She was on the way to airport and I was taking her and just out of nowhere again, there it is, someone just slammed right into her vehicle. I could have lost my mom. Again, yes. that was another turning point for me is like God just kept putting his hand into my life yes every single time he just kept showing up and once again fast track after the 2006 accident there came a point in my life where I had to leave Jamaica to come here to the United States where I now live yes and being here it has not been an easy road um, it has not been the best, and at the same time, I cannot say it's been the worst. But I also found myself into a situation here where I felt that I was in a relationship that was healthy, 
but it turned out that it was not what God wanted. Right. And so I had to come to the realization that this is not about me. Yes. This is about what he wants for me. Absolutely. And so I had to step away from that environment and make a conscious decision that I chose without inviting God into my choices. Yes. And so I had to go back to God and say, God, I am sorry. I am, I surrender. Yes. Please help me. And so doing that, it takes humility. Yes. It takes, it's, it's, it, it breaks you. Yes. And I will say to you that part of helping me through my journey is praise and worship. Yes. I remember as a little girl, my mom would sing hymns around the house. And I think that was when the seed was planted. And she would sing her choruses and, you know, have her songs playing. And so as I grew up, every time I found myself into a situation that was unhealthy or abusive or whatever the case may be, I would always turn to praise and worship. So my word is, it may work for me, it may not work for someone else, but for me, Praise and worship is what breaks me down. And Absolutely. then because yes. that is part of what motivates me. That is part of what heals me. Because when I hear the words of those songs singing to our Savior, I think of where I was and where I am. I think of what could have been and where I am. Amen. I think of the, the what ifs and where I am. And so praise and worship is what helped to bring me over that mountain, take me through the valley, and to just keep my eyes fixed on God. Because if I don't keep my eyes fixed on him, I see where life can be very different for me. And that difference does not mean it's a good difference. Wow. Wow. Thank you so much for sharing. And thank you just for being so vulnerable and open. I've heard hardship. I've heard challenges. I've heard testing, I've heard trials, but the lessons that you have learned are so fundamental to all of us. Um, and I smile because that's, that's a lesson that I don't think any of us will ever fully get to that point where we don't need to learn it. And that's to surrender to God's will, to invite him into our choices, to invite him to guide us. Um, and that's a good place to be. It's a safe space to be when we say, God, I surrender all. And, and just something else in terms of what helps you to get through those tough times. And it's praise and worship that really ushers you into the presence of God and really just gives you his peace. Um, and and I know it's not easy. It's not easy. Um, we look like fine gold on the end and we look beautified. But the fire was, you know, the fire was fiery and the trials were many. But by God's grace, you have overcome. Um, tell us about some of the lessons you learned in 2020. What were some of the lessons that you learned in 2020? Well, some of the lessons I've learned in 2020 is from a personal and I would say from a business perspective, yes. I've learned that people, things and process are more transparent. Like with everything that we've, went, we've gone through in 2020, I find myself feeling friends and family like it has opened my eyes to so much. Yes. And it has made people, things, and process so much more transparent. Yes. 
And that's one of the takeaways for me. And the other thing it taught me is that nothing is sure, nothing is certain. Like that's powerful. You just have to, as my mom would say, you just have to make me while the sun shines. Yes. Because 2020, COVID came up on us. It's, it's almost like it was a thief in the night. Yes. yes, we saw it in the other parts of the world, but from, from where I sit, never did I you just imagine that it would come to us here in the United States or even to my family or my friends. Like it was just so, it was, it, it, it just, it was just so un, unexpected. Yes. And when it did show up, I did not expect that it would be we would be in 2021 still talking about COVID. It's, it's, an, it's an entire year. Yes. People's lives have been placed on hold. And so those are some of the things I take away from COVID. And the last thing I would say I take away from COVID is just to, it teaches you to, it, it teaches you to, to have faith. Yes. If you never had faith before, it forces you to just trust and have faith and to basically realize that you can change yes in absolutely. A, in, with 2020 with covid and you know if if you were the kind of person who didn't like change 2020 taught you that you can adapt yes and you can apply and you can make yourself adjust to changes Absolutely. So I would say those are the things that I've taken away from 2020. Absolutely. How resilient we are and how adaptable we are. Yeah. How important was it to give voice to your experiences? How important was to boldly step out and join this flock of new authors and, and really just put pen to paper and, and just to write your story? Uh, it was... It was a little nerve wracking, I should say, but um, it was important to me to just to be a voice, to be a part of that movement of that of, of the voices that we talk about for 2020. And it also was important to me because when I think about others who may not have a voice, yes, I thought about the fact that what if I can be that voice? for that little girl? What if I can be that voice for that young man? What if I can be that voice for that single mom? Yes. What if I can be that voice for that grandmother, that grandfather, someone? So I think it's important that all 26 authors of us, we have a story. I remember that's one of the things um, Dr. Good said to me because when she kept putting out that, you know, that post about the book, I kept ignoring it. I just kept ignoring it. I just kept ignoring it. And one night I couldn't sleep and this song just kept playing in my head. And it was, all your promises are yes and amen. I can't yes. remember the quote, everything. I just, faithful you are, faithful you are. All your promises are yes and amen. And the song just kept playing, just kept playing, just, and I could not sleep. And I remember like two days later, I saw Dr. Good, she made another post and she's like, we still need more authors. And so I reached out to her and I said, 
you know, I don't know if my stories are quite riveting, you know, I see what you need. She's like, Petula, tell your story. Your own your way. is your story. Tell it your own way. Yes. And that's exactly what I did. And when I decided to put pen to paper, it took me a few nights, but it was just, it flowed. Yes. It flowed. Like I, I had no, I didn't have much difficulty. And so I prayed and I asked, but I said, God, put the right words in my head so that it can come through on my fingers in this as I type. And I remember just asking God to just open up my thoughts and just open up my mind and said, I just remove self and let this be about you. And Absolutely. so I, I wrote. And having done that and I sent it to um, Dr. Good, she sent me back an email a couple of days later and she's like, Katina, this is absolutely great. This is what we're looking for. And I was like, God, look at you. Yes. Look at God. And so it was important for me to just do that because it was my voice for someone who is voiceless. And also for a time, I've been just thinking of writing and I thought that the moment was now. Yes. You know, so it was important for me to just put pen to paper collaboratively. Yes. And while not doing it all on my own. And so I'm like, what if I do it as, because, you know, the more together we are, you know, yes. it's easier to walk that way. And so, okay, we're doing it as a group. I'm like, let me start this way. And I'm very, very happy I did that. Absolutely amazing. I'm happy I did it with you too just in the company of great men and women who God has worked through and has done so much for. And those in our podcast land, you can't see her beautiful setup, but she has her book beautifully displayed. She has her yellow flowers. She has some other decorative items, just a beautiful setting and a great ambiance. Petula, I want you to pick up your copy because this will be on video also. And I want you to share with our listeners, what is your chapter about? Tell us about your contribution to this really, really good work. Well, my contribution to this really, really good work, best-selling author book is, yes. I've been saying it throughout the interview, it's just about faith yes. and courage. Because um, just before 2020, I was also going through some personal challenges. And God kept pulling me back and reminding me of who I am and whose I am. Yes. And so when I decided to put pen to paper for this book, I, as Dr. Good said, just, just write your experiences, just tell your story your own way. And in this book, Diana, I told of just everyday challenges yes. that as a single mom that I go through and just the way how God showed up when I decide to trust in him. And when readers read my chapter, they, I'm sure some will be able to identify with some of the challenges that as a mom you go through, not necessarily a single mom, but even moms who are married or whatever your situation may be. Yes. Just everyday challenges, just one thing happening after the other one thing happening from the next to the next to the next it's almost like you have no breather but in my chapter you will see that when you really put your faith and your trust in god it's it's almost like things fall into place yes and so that's 
what I wrote about in my chapter. And the chapter for me is 2020, is it really perfect vision? Wow. And so when you read it, readers will digest. And at the end of the chapter, they will know if 2020 is really perfect vision. Awesome. Thank you so much for that. I started reading your story and truly, truly inspiring. Becoming an author is a life-changing experience. It wasn't something you planned to do right away. You had many dreams, some of which got changed along the way, even studying a law degree. And God has just been shifting and molding you for his work and his ministry. Um, becoming an author might not have been the most immediate thing you thought of on January 1, but by the time we got to November and December, you became a best-selling author. Um, what did that feel like first when you heard um, that the team together had really done very well in terms of our book? And how has that changed your life? Wow, uh, it was very exciting. Like when I heard, first of all, when Dr. Good told me about the details of the book, I was like, wow, this is amazing. And honestly, Sometimes in life, we tend to just look at things like, okay, yeah, this is what we're doing, but you just never know what God has in store for you. And yeah. I think for me personally, it's like God again stepped in because I just, I wrote and I just put words to paper. I sent it in and Dr. Good was like, this is good. And, you know, by the end of, the, of, of 2020, to hear that we are best-selling authors and all these wonderful things are happening so much to the point that I can hardly keep up with all the emails, all the posts. I was like, oh my God, this, this thing is really taking off. And I was just beside myself because as you mentioned, when January came around, I was not thinking I would be an author by the end of the year. And here I am, the end of 2020, and I'm now an author. Yes. Like my life has changed. Like, you know, my family and friends that I've shared it with, they are, they're so excited. They're elated. Some have said, Petula, like you have been through so much. You have such a strong story to help so many people. I yes. am very happy that you decided to take this step. And that is one way it's like just, you know, the embrace and the love that you get from your family and your friends and your peers yes. is one thing. And um, just, it has motivated me to just continue forward. Absolutely. Because I just never thought something like this would have been possible. You know, I looked at writing a book. I was like, oh, that's a big job. You know, I was like, oh, my God, that's a mountain. I have to prepare myself to go over through the valley and hills and whatever. But here it is that God placed people in my life at the right time, at the right moment, and for the right reasons. Absolutely. And so the change that has happened has been phenomenal, you know? And so I'm just thankful and I'm just grateful because it has, you know, just kind of molded me and kind of changed my perspective and my mindset. At the beginning of 2020, you know, I was like, you know, okay, God, another year, what is it that's gonna happen this year? I had some dreams and aspirations and some goals, but then God decided to just flip the script. The, the script. Yes, yes. He brought COVID and so, some of the things I wanted to do, I could not. But in the midst of all of that, he's like, okay, you're stuck at home. You're not able to do stuff. Put pen to paper. This is something that you wanted to do. And all those experiences that you've had over the years, 
This is putting you in line with the purpose I have for you. Absolutely. And so that was when the change, I saw the change. I'm like, God, you are amazing. Yes. And so right now for 2021, I am just a new Ketula in terms of how my orientation is, how I see things, how I see life, how I view things like, you know, just I'm not easily moved or shaken. Absolutely. That's an amazing place to be, to really fully walk into your purpose, to know who you are, whose you are, and to boldly and confidently declare that God is doing a new thing in you and to walk into that. Oftentimes, sometimes God come knocking and some people will run away from it. Some people will shy away from it. I'm really happy that you were obedient. Um, you joined this amazing cohort of 26 authors. Petula, where can we get copies of the book? Okay, so copies of the book you can get from my, um, by ordering either through my Instagram. You can, you know, hit me up on Instagram, my Facebook page, or and my email is psabmanse at yahoo.com. I am working on my website. It's under construction right now. But those are some of the ways that you can get copies of my book I'm on social media, which is Instagram, as I mentioned, by my name, Petula Barclay, Facebook as well. And also um, for those who are on LinkedIn, I can also be reached um, via LinkedIn as well and my email address. Awesome. I want you to say your email again, just a little bit slower um, so our listeners can hear. So she is on Facebook as Petula Barkley. She is on Instagram as Petula Barkley. Her LinkedIn is also Petula Barkley. And she wants you to contact her and um, to place your orders via email if that works best for you. P-S-A-B-M as in mango, A-N-S-E at yahoo.com. Amazing. What's next for you? Okay, so what's next for Katina is just to, to move. What's next for me is to continue writing. I already have two books wow. that I have started already. And so what's next for me is to just continue putting pen to paper and completing those books and whatever that God has in store for me because I do depend on him a lot um, for inspiration and just to put pen to paper. So that's basically what's next for me. I do have a day job. So on the side, when I do my writing, um, I am hoping that in the near or far future, that's something I can do more of. I do love what I do during the day. I love it with a passion. Um, but there's also other talents and abilities that God has blessed me with. But what's next for me is just to continue writing and to see where God takes me. It has been my absolute pleasure talking to Petula Barclay, author, mother, giver, minister in song and in praise and in sign language, um, just servant of God, someone who loves people and someone who loves God truly with all of our heart, someone who has grown to love and trust God and to submit everything to him. Today coming from our, um, our conversation, some of the things I heard was just how she got her strength and her courage and her resilience from God at the lowest points in her life. 
the importance of totally, totally surrendering to him and lessons from 2020, truly that we are adaptable, we're flexible and we're able to change and we're able to respond to the different circumstances happening around us. Uh, Petula lives her life for God. She believes in service excellence. She's an ad administrator who loves her job and there's so much more on the horizon for this amazing sister. Thanks for listening to D Sharp Thoughts Podcast. Do show us some love by sharing our podcast. If you know someone who would enjoy a dose of sisterly inspiration, stay tuned for next week's episode when we talk to another sister who is just like you. Until next time, be kind to yourself and others. Thank you.